Why would you have matriarchal societies like as opposed to that? What were the material conditions? Okay, so matriarchy is controversial as to whether it exists or not. And it doesn't exist in the same way that patriarchy exists. In your extreme patriarchal societies, you will have men who are literally barely doing any work at all. So I gave one example of the neighbors of the Mbudi, who are an immediate return foraging band culture, have a relationship with the local farmers who are called the Lese. And in the Lese economy, women are more isolated than in other types of agricultural economies, and so they have less rights. And men basically hang out all day together and just drink beer with their buddies in the, in the local square. And women are at home pounding, you know, I think cassava or, or whatever it is, doing the hard work. And when they eat, the men get to eat first, then the children, then the women get to eat the leftovers. It, it's quite extreme. It's quite an extreme patchwork. And the, the work that the men do is not coincidentally all the work that involves fun or sharp weapons. Because women are not even allowed to touch weapons. They're ritually forbidden to touch weapons. Gee, I wonder why. Because maybe they'll be chopping that's some... A, that's a handy one. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to chop some penises. I've got some ideas, you know. So Mrs. Bobbitt. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I was trying to remember the, the name. So you have this extreme form of male domination. Now, you don't have the re- reverse that we know of. We don't know of any society where women so totally dominate that they're just, you know, sitting with their pals, you know, while men are doing everything for them. Uh, but you do have societies that are arguably female-dominated, or at least egalitarian, gender egalitarian societies, which are not immediate return forger societies. So in immediate for return forger societies, everyone is equal in general. There's no type of serious hierarchy in any on any level. Now, in in societies that practice matrilocal postmarital residence, women have much more. Power. They tend to have hierarchy. Those societies tend to have some political hierarchy, but women are equal or possibly have more authority than men. Now, that comes from matrilocal residence. Why? And why do people choose matrilocal residence? So the same way that we choose patrilocal residence when we're facing a lot of raiding and attacks from outsiders and we need to snap defense, we choose matrilocal residence when men have to go away for economic reasons for long periods of time, months at a time. Uh, either fishing or hunting or raiding or all of the above. So it's a very practical choice because all the guys are out, and then who's left in the village? Well, the women. The women have to take care of property management. They have to take care of agriculture. They have to take care of politics and everything else. So it makes more sense to have women that are related and that know each other and that grew up together versus having all these unrelated women who are going to have more fights and, and more disagreements. And also, when... It's not just that they choose matrilocal society. In all probability, there was a power struggle because men can tell that, uh-oh, if we're going to have matrilocal residents, they're not stupid. They're going to realize, like, uh-oh, I'm going to have a bargaining power disadvantage if that happens. So probably societies that wanted to switch to matrilocal residents, the men probably were not all so happy about it. But because they're away for six months at a time or four months at a time, you don't have much of a say. The women have a bargaining power advantage as a result of that hunting economy, or that type of, of economy, so they just say, well, fuck you, <laughs> we're going to organize the society this way, and who knows how it happened, you know, but something probably like that, and then you have values that uh, go together. So, so in those societies, women manage property, descent is traced by women, like, you know, in our societies, most of our societies, our last name is our father's name, because we come from patriarchal societies in, in our history, or very recently. And in these societies, your your descent line is your mother's clan. You live with your mother's clan. And you go 
marry into another clan. And you, uh, so the Haudenosaunee Society, the Iroquois, are a famous uh, example of this. And they were extremely gender egalitarian. And, you know, there's debates, of, are, are, are the women dominant or are they equal? So every clan, we talked about how tribes usually form a hierarchy that's some kind of gerontocracy where the oldest common ancestor, common relative is the, the person in power. So they have that, and it's the clan mothers. But the clan mothers choose a male chief for the entire society. Now, they had veto power over the chief. So does the man have the most power? Does the woman have the most power? Men uh, women have um, had more power sort of in the family, but men also had power in other spheres. And probably it's just because men tend to dominate war. So they have a bargaining power advantage, even when they're more isolated from each other. You know, and all the men are coming from different villages, but they have all the weapons and the fighting teams and the bros and the, the whatever. So it probably just that's probably the reason why there's less female dominance or, or maybe even no female dominance.